this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. No, well, here's what here's what's gonna have to Neil, you gotta come in a half account behind me. So I'll <clears> say ten, and then before you think I should say nine, you have to say nine. Okay. Does that make sense? All right, ready? Let's try it. Ten, nine, nine, eight, eight, seven, seven. Now six. we're getting off again. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We're good. Let's try it all at once. Well, okay, like first uh-huh. though. Let's start from 10, but like, so we all start at the same time. We'll count down from three and then we'll go into 10. Three, two, one. No, no, I'll do, no, I do the, I'll do the three, two, one that we all come in on the the three, three, two, one. Okay. Three, two, one, 10, 10, nine, This is Barack Obama. Uh, here's <laughs> some Jonah Radio. Oh, nothing. We know, we know nothing. Nothing. We know nothing about partying. We know nothing, John Mm -mm. Snow. We know uh, (laughs) we are here in our own homes doing another episode of a sequestered Jonah Radio. I am the aforementioned. Mr. Radio. Uh, Cash <laughs> is here. Hey, everybody. It's here. And Neil. Eyes here. I'm here. Yes. And Neil's have... there. Neil's there. I, I'm, I'm there. Yes. It's like Cash Jonah sh- shortwave radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the worst uh, the sequel that anyone could have made of Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, talk soft, Harry. Um, all right. Well, this is uh, this is Jonah Radio. The second time we've done this little uh, uh, you know, self-isolated thing, and uh, maybe this one will be better. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think so. I think so too. I, I think we've only got uh, places to go but up. Um, I'm looking <laughs> out my window right now. Since we're at the top of the show, and that's now the uh, I'm looking out my window spot. Uh, and a f- <laughs> fucking um, uh, high rise has gone up since this whole thing started. Like there are fifteen floors of new construction in in my view now. It's uh, it's crazy how that's that's still going on. That yeah. was looking out my window by Cash Hartzell, Act One. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking out my window and I I see uh, just a lady taking a stroll down the sidewalk by herself with her face mask on. That's good because then I don't have to run outside and go put your face mask on, which is something I do when yeah. I drive around now. <laughs> it's, the new, got, uh, it's the new get off my lawn. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought four uh, and got one free uh, at the gas station the other day. Uh, oh. So I uh, I I hi I hi hi-hatted it a little bit while I was driving to work because I saw a guy without one and I pulled over and I, I tried to give him the free one, but he did not. He did not want it. I yeah, want not it. with your... Yeah, from, who, who the fuck are you with your gross hands all over it? Yeah, that's true. He doesn't know where you're coming from if you're one of those people trying to perpetuate the disease. Yeah, some what's kind the, of bug chaser. Yeah, bug chaser. Yeah, you guys keep keep talking like this we're gonna end up cited in a right-wing uh conspiracy piece that the president pulls out did it has anyone ever done a um a, like a parody uh a, a simpsons right-wing uh, parody called uh breitbart simpson <laughs> no no i don't i don't I eat okay my... great have a cow man don't take away my burgers yes <laughs> Um, I, I could tell you guys that it was funny because of the utter silence that befell. <laughs> and there's a visual representation of the silence too, which is like extra confirmation. Yeah, I could just see it scrolling past. Like I'm gonna just kind of wait for it to get out of my sight. That gap after my brief Bart Simpson. God, it was really good. I think brief Bart Simpson. It, 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 it was. I mean, it's what do we? What what do you want? What do you need? What, 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 well, do, my, you, my, what do you expect better my, in this time? No, my wife came home from from uh, the the post office, and uh, I was just petrified that someone was breaking into my house. But that thing is that that I mean, I don't want to say you should you should take that on on tour, but right now, <laughs> but I think that, that you put that up in theaters, the Brie Bart Simpson stuff. It's gonna find a following. No, it's like it's if anything, it's just an image. It's a meme. So you gotta get someone to draw it. I'm gonna be the new. Um, what's the what is his name? Captain Chaos. What's the guy from uh, Exit Through the Gift Shop? Mr. Brainwash. <laughs> oh, Mr. Oh, Brainwash. Mr. Brain- Captain Chaos. I like that better. <laughs> that could be your name. That's my that's my tag that's my tagger art name, Captain. Yeah, Chaos. Yeah, yeah. You- Street art, please. Street art, yeah. Sorry, my my graffito tag. Um, I uh, I cut my hair. I cut my hair today. Oh boy, really? Yeah, I just kind of got. I got fed up with it, and it's something that I've been wanting to do, like just kind of hack my hair off uh, for a long time. But Mm -hmm. I'm always kind of going like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't want to have that awkward time. And now the best time to try it. Yeah, sure. And I didn't do that bad of a job. I didn't do that bad of a job. It's it looks okay. That's great. What like what? How did, did, did was it like? Did, is it shaved head? Is it no, Caesar? no, how, no? How I just you do it? I just like uh, got some shears and then just kind of started taking handfuls of hair off and left it. You know, and it's not so. It's not so bad. I got proud of it. Yeah. I mean, it's not not great. It's choppy and weird, but hey, fucking punk rock, baby. I used Have to cut. Ever, I used to cut my own hair for before? like ten years. Yeah, but Neil, you got like you got like this like thick curly hair, so kind of you can kind of like hide a lot yeah. with it. Well, I did, yeah, but <laughs> wait, what what happened? Oh, my hair is very thin now. Didn't you notice? Oh no, 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 no! I did not. That's crazy. Wait, that's that's insane. I'm sorry. I'm, I did. I have never noticed that. Fuck you. 
<laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't. I don't have the skill to play along like Jonah, and I felt like I needed to insert something, so yeah. I tried, but I couldn't pull it off. Insert yeah. your finger in your ass. Hey, uh, that's we're as all good. Uh, we're learning all... new stuff. Sure. Um, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, take a break with a song, and uh, then we'll come back and we'll talk about some things that are happening in the world of tunes. Uh, that first song. Uh, is going to be from uh, a man called Trace Mountains. Trace Mountains. Uh, they uh, a guy from it used to be in Level Up. Uh, from that uh, was on Sub Pop. Neil, please, dear God, um, don't. I'm going to mute th- you. Oh, I had I had my finger on the mute button, but I didn't click it. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> what do you? What did you eat? Um, just some soup. All right. Uh, well, this is, uh, this is, this is Trace Mountain, uh, with the song Fallen Rain. It's a great new album. One of my favorite albums that have come out this year so far. Play that beautiful bean footage.
All right. That was Fallen Rain by Trace Mountains. Very, very nice song. Very pretty. Um, and, uh, yeah. So um, this is the time in the show where we start to go into the uh, world Amusing news. That's right. Yes, it is. Sounds great, actually. Yeah. Well modulated. That's right. It's time for music news. The time where we talk about music news. Okay, guys, listen. We're still in a we're still in a COVID world. Thanks for the thanks. And with no Thanks for the stopping. update, Tom Brokaw. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Corona. Ooh, that's that's uh, really dead. So how's that one? Yeah. Not, not bad. Can you do a Dan Rather? Uh, I don't think I can. He's like, What's his tick? He's uh, got a little touch of te- Texas accent. Do you know how, yeah. you know how Dan Rather broke? Like what his... He made his bones with the Kennedy yeah, exactly. assassination. Right? Nobody knew who he was. JFK got shot in the head, and all of a sudden, he's rolling. Hmm. <laughs> um, so anybody looked uh, into that? <laughs> um, a new piece in the New York Times Magazine uh, is uh, essentially saying that concerts won't likely kick off till fall of 2021. A coronavirus wow. expert says what? They no think those way. Will be the, they think they'll be the last to return with all this stuff. Larger gatherings, conferences, concerts, sporting events. Um, uh, you know, people are saying October 2021, you know, just the fall at the earliest. And that's uh, coming from uh, the uh, Center for American Progress, Oncologists, and Bioethicists. So, I don't know. Our music that's news crazy. got crazy. Crazy. Sounds better, like they know what uh, they're talking about. Uh, crazily better sourced. Yeah, since COVID has started, I have to say, we we never used to say, yeah. say any sort I of mean, disease uh, authority. It was like yeah. this guy saw J Lo at this. I um, J Lo is not a good example. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, I was just talking to our friend Zach uh, from Fiddler, and he was saying that um, certain. Uh, promoters are starting to say that uh, like the door deals are going to be different for bands when they start playing again. And also um, a lot of venues are going to have to bring down the, um, Oh yeah. Their capacities uh, like a, like a, by a large margin. That's it's so strange, man. Even like movie theaters, what are movie theaters going to be like? Are they going to be, are they going to exist for the next two years? Are they going to take out every other seat? I don't seat? know if that would work. Um, I mean, they'd sell. They just sell yeah, every I, other seat. I, I don't guess, know. Right? There's. I mean, that's what that's what uh, uh, the Alamo started doing. You know, leading up to everything being everything being shut down, Alamo Draft House was doing like uh, they would just you know they had two seats oh, between that's, every. That's very every smart. Seat. Hard to pull off the popcorn <laughs> trick that way. Oh God! I love it when you re- uh, reference fifty-year-old um, movies. I don't, it is not. Is Diner fifty years old? No, Diner's got to be like it's got to be forty at the most. I think it was. Yeah, it was probably in the seventies. But when the seventies was so, yeah, so, so nostalgic I think, for the I think 50s, I get an extra ten years. Yeah, 
Happy Days. Those are the number one. Guys, Mike Patton, uh, musician, mm-hmm. vocalist, Mike Patton. Um, yeah. He, Mr. Uh, Bungle. He's made Mr. Bungle and, of course, Tomahawk and uh, what he's best Thanks known for. Thanks, No More. I was going to say, Love But Mike, Lovage. Um, but uh, this, he's made a little quarantine film watch list. He's uh, he's talking about like how all he really watches now are um, epics. He just like um, he says watch watch uh, lengthy epic films to pass the time. And so uh, he's just like watch epic films. To me, watching anything less than three hours doesn't work in this time. Check out any sword sandal epic or gangster epic. Anything that soaks soaks up this quicksand of time we are in. Wow. Wow. Can you guess uh, this, uh, what's on uh, there? The the what's the Lawrence of Arabia? The Irishman. Lawrence of Arabia is on there. Yes, cash. One point for cash. Neil. Interestingly enough, the Irishman isn't on his list. But that's a well, long maybe one to I watch. Should, that's a good Maybe call. I should text him. Maybe you should. Um, but uh, what is on the list is uh, The Godfather and Goodfellas. Once Upon a Time uh, in the West. That's in there. That's a really Cat. long movie. Um, is that part of the Dollars trilogy? No, Sir it Julian's, was sort of uh, like a big epic that he made outside of the Dollars. Tri- it was it was sort of like the, the Dollars trilogy added up to being a really big thing. And then he was like, okay, now I'm going to make my masterpiece. And it's really long. Yeah, but he also has got Ben-Hur yeah. on there. Barabbas. Uh, seven brides for seven brothers. Bless your beautiful hide. Huh? Um, THX one one three eight. That would okay. that's a weird movie to to watch now. Yeah, there, I've never seen it. I've never seen that or Dark Star. Those are two like you like. I've never seen USC Dark Star. I've seen THX, school. and I think I've actually seen the the like the student film version because I could check it out when I was at the USC library, and it's good it's just like really uh basic i don't know i i I was i was never enthused uh yeah um it was a yeah he made first film he made it at usc as a short Mm. and then he expanded it to a feature yeah sorry i i know that uh i know that that i know thx but I i didn't know the other one with dark star Dark Star is uh, is John Carpenter and Dan O'Bannon. Uh, that was their first collaboration, or I think uh, their only collaboration, really. Uh, oh. But yeah, Dan O'Bannon, who went on to do, of course, Alien and uh, Return of the Living Dead and a ton of other stuff. Uh, and John Carpenter, as we all know. But yeah, their first one was a real low-budget uh, sci-fi um, hmm. called uh, Dark Star. I am going to look that up. Yeah. Other, other movies? Other movies on there: Marooned, Women in the Dunes, Pandemic, Contagion, Panic Room, The Shining, and Seconds. Seconds is a really good movie. That's an old John Frankenheimer movie, I think. It, yeah, it's like black and white. I saw it in. Uh, I saw it also in film school, and it's it's pretty. It's Frankenheimer, right? The guy who did Manchurian Candidate. I think it's the same guy, but it's uh, it's Rock Hudson and like a weird plastic surgery kind of freak out thing. It's it's pretty intense. It's good. I've been watching like TV during this. Uh, not not so many movies. You know, I can't. I have a hard time like focusing on anything. I haven't really been watching anything. Uh, you know, the new season of Killing Eve. But uh, I've been watching uh, the Ken Burns jazz documentary a lot. But uh, Dee's yeah. kind of uh, bored by it. <laughs> I think I am too. But uh, I just still watch it because it just kind of passes the time. Yeah, and there's like 14 hours of it, right? 
it's real long. Like it's like I still I think I'm just getting just getting into oh uh, wow the forties. Yeah, I don't I don't even that, think World War Two uh, started yet. And, and I'm on like the fourth episode. <laughs> you're not so much watching it as beating it. Like it's like if I decided to play Final Fantasy VII, a game that I've never wanted to play, but it's out and it's really long. So I you kind of like it's just. You're taking advantage mm-hmm. of the marketplace for those two things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, as a guy that likes music, and I like a lot of like jazz stuff, you know, I have uh, some jazz records like Kyle Jader mm-hmm. and I like Benny Goodman and stuff and uh, Louis Armstrong, of course. But like, um, it's like I don't really know much about it. And I, I want, uh, so it's like it, just knowing about stuff nice. is kind of nice when it comes to music, I find. Um, yeah. Okay. Moving on, guys. Uh, Brandon Flowers from uh, The Killers. Uh, who previously referred to Morrissey as one of his kinks, uh, admits um, admits that uh, it's difficult to separate Morrissey's oh. politics and music. Yeah, this is this is a real <clears throat> art from the artist. This is one of the conversations we've had a ton on this show. Is like, uh, do you kind of just go, yeah, but like the music belongs to me at this point? Eh, um, I don't know. I mean, like we're not, you know, you're we're not like you know Blair and R. Kelly. I just never anymore. liked Morrissey, <laughs> so it's know, easy for you know, me to give him up. Yeah, but like we're not talking about no Neil. See, because I moved the conversation away from specifically Morrissey, and uh, as you notice, I talked about bringing up the idea of separating the art from the artist. So it's yeah. not really about Morrissey now. I'm talking about the idea of separating somebody from their music. So. I think it's case by case. When this comes up, I always refer to Bill Cosby and Michael Michael Jackson. Because Michael Jackson has alleged to do some very horrible things. But he's still, even though he's, I mean, he's dead, but he's still allowed to exist in pop culture. And then you got Bill Cosby, who's just like, mm-hmm. nobody should ever, re- like, it's okay to throw away his work, I guess. I mean, or at least it's hard to see the value in it anymore. Um <laughs> So that that I think those are sort yeah. of the the spectrums that you can you can have here. Do you feel a little? Do you feel a little bad? Like you know, I'm not I'm not gonna lie and say like, yeah, I listen to it, I don't. But like, you know, there was some uh, terrible things that came out about a band that I enjoy, and um, uh, upon their own, you know, uh, admittance and like uh, it, when it comes on on shuffle, I kind of go, I go, yeah. eh, but I still it, listen it, to it. It is sort of. It is sort of a thing. And I think you can separate it a lot more from music because music is there's a there's a thing about it. That's it's sort of um, contextless once you put it out there, whereas like Cosby stuff is so tied into who he is and his personality, his point of view. But when you I think when you receive music or something like that, it's it you receive it in your own context. You don't listen to a thought song and not get the memory of like this is the first place I heard this, or that I listened to this song a ton when I was doing this, or this album was on this road trip. You yeah. have those memories, whereas yeah. like your only memory of the Cosby Show or Bill Cosby is him telling stories about his kids with chocolate cake or his fake family on like it was all so much centered through it so yeah and it, i think it like when you get into like uh 
authors and stuff <clears> like that or writers it gets even more complicated because you're like oh this person was really fucked up and did some really fucked up things but uh and these are their thoughts and i'm I, i'm i'm that there there is no context yeah. because you're having like this invisible match with this person um so like what we're saying though is that neil is totally stoked that now he can publicly say i don't listen to morrissey and seem like he's got some good well, there's, there's uh, something. <clears throat> i would never cut myself that short i would never <laughs> sell myself that short i would say i've never liked morrissey <laughs> yes I'm not going to rob myself of another 30 <laughs> years of not liking Morrissey. So you're saying you're diving back in? No. Uh, I got it backwards. Right. All right, guys, here's, here's, some, here's some bad news about uh, the music world. Um, uh, Christopher Cross is temporarily Ooh, paralyzed Jesus. due to COVID-19. Oh, no. Temporarily. It's, apparently it's going to come back. It's a, it's a consequence of having it, uh, but uh, temporary paralysis of his legs. Um, he's unable to walk, but they said that he will recover if he, after he does the physical therapy. That is uh, Christopher Cross from Sailing. Because oh, okay. uh, uh, I was sitting here wondering if he was ever going to jump, jump again. Who uh, was like... Didn't he also he, do... Uh, if, if you get caught between the moon and New York City... I don't know. A, I don't really know much about. I just know like the story about him was that MTV oh, yeah. ruined his career. Oh, because he was weird looking. Because it's like because he just like wasn't like uh like he was just like everyone loved him but no one really knew what he looked like and then uh he w- had a video and then yeah it's like no one liked the way he looked and apparently like it kind of affected sales. <laughs> <laughs> Another bummer. Uh, Kanye West Ooh. partners with Chick Fil A. To provide oh. three hundred, <laughs> yes, uh, to provide uh, three hundred thousand meals for families during the coronavirus crisis, and um, it, you know, I that's a great move that he's doing. That uh, he's actually referred to the uh, Chick Fil A in a song called <laughs> "Closed on Sunday." But uh, like, <laughs> just, I've never been too shy about saying that I do not really like Kanye West, um, and I could give a shit about Chick Fil A. So I'm in the Neil Mahoney. Morrissey camp when it comes to <laughs> somebody somebody out there is making a diagram of this. Yeah. Um yeah, that's uh it's good that he's feeding people. Sure. Weirdo that lives in Calabasas anyways. He was already kind of uh social distancing from everyone. Or at least like mentally distancing. Yeah. Every time I used to drive out there, I would think this is where Kanye lives. And I would look around at these weird, empty, rolling hills and go like, Yeah, okay, I get this. This is this is strange. I just find it weird that like, why does he need to be involved? Like what, what does he provide? <laughs> I sure guess maybe he's j- paying for him. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. They're, they come in like a very like post-apocalyptic rapper sort of thing that he collaborated with him on. <laughs> yeah. It's got a uh, mm-hmm. cause painting on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but on the other side of things, Snoop Dogg, uh, is uh, teaming up with an Australian wine brand called 19 Crimes. Bad time to have that name. Um, uh, to create the company's first California red wine called Snoop oh, Cali Red. His demographic is growing, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's described as a red blend of Lodi-sourced Petite Syrah, 65%, Zinfandel, 30%, and Merlot, 5%. 
It's an all-American oak, and it offers a distinct smoky component that also yields vanilla and chocolate. What's that type of wine where it's all different kinds uh, of grapes Syrah, mixed in? I think. Called? I thought the whole point was like you get one grape. I guess you could. Yay. It's like fruit punch. Alcoholic fruit punch. I'm kind of in. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, great. I think that's you know, home hometown hero guys. He's really doing it all. Is that what are you talking about, hometown hero? He's from Chicago. He's from Chicago. No, he's from at Long Beach. Oh, right, right. I was picturing yeah, Kanye still from his hometown. Ooh, I guess that ooh. was what I was thinking there. Like, what? Who do you think is the yeah. dude behind Snoop Dogg? Like the dude that keeps getting him TV shows and red wine partnerships and like is it Snoop Dogg himself or is there like some some dude who's like a super manager uh cuz he like his business manager yeah, business is manager like just probably the best person at his job in the world or maybe Snoop has a rate that you can meet for for <laughs> for nothing but like he he's so good at selling him out I remember yeah. I remember one of my favorite things uh was hearing uh, uh some interview when they were talking about how when uh snoop dogg was on when they had him on old school when he was mm-hmm. when he appeared on the movie old school uh like mm-hmm. he was like he he showed up late he was kind of like getting high with his friends he like you know was kind of being a little problematic and like you know not doing stuff right and they just need him to perform a song and stuff like that and uh and then so they were hesitant when they wanted to cast him as huggy bear in the Sturtsky and hutch comedy uh remake with Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. And, um, and when, like, but when he showed up, like, it's like, he ended up being really professional, knew all his lines was there, like, you know, like on time every day. And they're like, Oh, that's crazy. Like we thought you were going to be kind of like how you were in old school. He's like, no, no, no. Cause the difference is you had Snoop Dogg on old school. So I had to play Snoop Dogg Uh, on this. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the character of Huggy Bear. So I'm on a job. I'm not playing Snoop Dogg here. And I always think about that, where it's like that's how much he like hmm. separates the character of himself. Weird. I remember. Yeah. And he still yeah. makes. He still uh, and makes. Puts music out a lot too. of music. Like it's still. He's not one of those dudes that like I made music and now I'm retired. He's like, no, I made. I put out an album a year. It might be reggae, but I put out an album a year. Yeah. Our, our buddy and yeah. and past guest worked on a reality show with him. And uh, this is probably out of the NDA, and I don't think it, it, anybody pro- probably gives a fuck. But he says like he he had a shed at his house. It's like a Home Depot shed with his PlayStation and a bench and an ashtray, and that's like his uh, den. Is like if you go to talk to Snoop Dogg, they're like, yeah, you go going out to the shed, and you sit there and you hang out and you play like NCAA at the time, like fourteen or something like that, and watch him smoke weed and that's where he does like all of his stuff. And he just like hangs out there in this beautiful house in the home Depot shed. He's got in the backyard. Oh, funny. So a lot of, you know, people have been doing live stream stuff. Uh, a lot of musicians and uh, we played some last uh, episode and, yeah. uh, you know, there's, uh, I even like started a quarant- quarantine band with my friends, Tito and Hal. We played, <laughs> we had a straight edge hardcore band called white stance, uh, which we all did separately send everybody the uh songs check that out on my instagram but uh it has nothing compared to um uh kesha who made a a song uh called home alone and she says i've been bored at home so i made a song for you animals and a little video it's called home alone dedicated to all you sexy people hanging at home 
alone. Also dedicated to the one and only Macaulay Culkin. Uh, we have a little <laughs> clip of that uh, if you want to play that, Cash. His video to go with it. My high school punk band had a song about Home Alone, uh, and so now we're, we're, I think it's uh, up to the listeners. To everyone has to make a song about Home Alone, and then we'll put together a compilation. You should reach out to her on a comp, or like a, a split single or something. Yeah, yeah, a little seven-inch split. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun way to spend some time. Yeah, there's a video in it. You can see how nice her uh, yeah. house is and how huge her bed is. <laughs> gigantic gigantic see it's a you know i i think i saw someone tweet the other day it's like the only celebrity i don't mind having a huge mansion in their videos <laughs> is jack black <laughs> yeah he's got a skate park in his backyard too yeah yeah um uh billy joe armstrong from green day has been doing a lot of uh covers he did a uh, manic mondays with uh Susanna haas he um he did I think we're alone now? He did. Uh, you could uh, can't put your arms around a memory. He's been doing. I think it like uh, every Monday. He has a thing called No Fun Mondays, um, and he did a uh, he did a cover of uh, that thing you do. Yeah, you ready? Oh, cool. Yeah. very it's spot on it's very spot on um and i can't imagine like it's like that is one of my favorite movies and like when that movie came out green day was one of my favorite bands and to think that green day would essentially cover the song from one of my favorite movies when i was in high school and it just be okay yeah. <laughs> so mind-blowing <laughs> yeah. I, like if i was a kid i'd be like it's like there's no way that wouldn't be the best thing i've ever heard and Shades kind of uh, botched that drum fill at the beginning there. Well, I think it's like, I yeah. think he's just sequencing the drums. Like, oh, yeah, like definitely. The drums are very, yeah. Um, Finger but, drums. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've tried, yeah. I, I, I tried to do like real fast drums on like a song on my garage band and it like my <laughs> computer's so lagging that it like, I'll like, I'll keep up with the beat, but then like when I listen back, all the kind of ones and zeros just smash them all together. So it'll be like, you should just record it slower and then speed it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, Neil. That seems like more. That is a good point. It more effort than not being able to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't like, I don't really need to make these songs. Um, uh, but uh, like you know, but it is kind of fun. I've been kind of fiddling with stuff, like you know, to uh, like Neil. Have you gotten into any kind of creative things uh, with your free time? I know Cash, you're a, you know, you're yeah. pretty busy at Trader Joe's. But Neil, um, yeah, I've spent the last let's see, three days working on a video for Ooh. someone. 
Yeah, but that's not like, but like, have you been done doing anything creative on your own, like for yourself, like painting or drawing or anything like that? Whittling? Oh, you? No, you not really. Get, you need to get back on that whittle. Well, we'll get you a male glove, and then you need to get back on that whittling horse. <laughs> I, want, I want you to yeah. come out of this with like a full I, fucking I, totem pole. Have worked your way up to chainsaws that you've ordered off Amazon. <laughs> 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 I, I already suggested Fantastic. you put in a uh, knife throwing uh, uh, walkway, uh, but uh, he—I don't think he wants to uh, uh, upset his landlords. But I think, I think, I think if Neil comes out of this, being oh, able yeah, to yeah. F- flip a knife behind his back and do a target fifteen feet away, like this, that will be the best use of this <laughs> time. Yes, it'll all have been worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a benefit, I think a benefit from like a lot of musicians being uh, homebound is that uh, uh, the guys from Tool just said they're starting to work on new music by sending each other uh, riffs and arrangements and stuff like that. So there might be, after 13 years between the last two all, Tool albums, it seems like they're going to maybe like because of this, have but another one right around the bend. This, this nice. uh, experience proves like the the thing that we should have when we come out of this is every band ever should have gotten back together over the course of this like fucking neil young joins up with (laughs) uh david crosby oasis gets back together fucking everything well i mean those things those things have been asked like it's like you know liam's been trying so hard to get uh noel to agree to do a oasis reunion and uh you know there's been so many times i think where I think like David Crosby's like tweeted at Neil Young asking if they could play together and Neil Young just avoids him. <laughs> Can't avoid him forever, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was that. Did you guys see there was that uh, Rolling Stones uh, show uh, where they uh, they played? I think I, you can't always get what you want on one of those benefit things. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what for, but it was real like uh, real odd. But uh, speaking up, uh, the. Uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, Paul McCartney was doing an interview recently with uh, Howard Stern. And he goes on to say uh, that the Beatles were better than the Rolling Stones. Paul McCartney said that. Um, uh, you got to believe in yourself. Yeah. it's um, he, he said about the, uh, the, the Stones, uh, he says, you know, their stuff is rooted in the blues. Uh, when they're writing stuff, it's to do with the blues. We had a little more influences. And then he, uh, he talks about how the Beatles were more versatile musicians, especially vocally. That's why they had an eclectic sound. Um, and then he says uh, that the Stones guitarist Keith Richards agreed with them. And, and once he's like, Keith once told me, you were a lucky man. You had four singers in your band. We got one. <laughs> what do you think, Neil? Do you, do you agree? Uh, I mean, I think they had a more, a bigger effect on society at at large, the Beatles. I think the songs are better. I like, I'm more of a Beatles I, fan for sure. Uh, yeah. just cause I don't really, I don't really, yeah. If you were doing a lineup, you can match up albums for like the first two or three. There are two or three albums that the Rolling Stones had are up there. But when you look at how killer all of the Beatles albums are. They have so many songs on them that you know, even if you don't know any Beatles songs. They also evolved. Like the Rolling Stones yeah. have always been kind of the same, except for like that that one like disco song. It's like, yeah. they didn't really and the, change and much. And the Beatles were only together for 
eight years yeah something like that it's, mm-hmm. i mean like putting stuff out like um th- that's uh something that uh that uh, paul said um he said the Beatles uh, when we like uh, the Beatles did something new. They found the Rolling Stones hot behind him. He says we started to notice that whatever we did, the Stones did it shortly after. We went to America. We had a huge success. Uh, well, then the Stones went to America. We did Sgt. Pepper. The Stones did a sort of psychedelic album. But we were great friends, still are. But I'm with you. Wow. The Beatles were better. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on to say that the China should shut down their wet markets. And, yeah. I mean, but that goes without saying. He's a vegetarian. Yeah. It's good that he's getting it out there, though. Yeah. I've, I've heard that term a lot. I don't know what a wet market is. It, it's, what is it? It looks pretty. It looks pretty. It's like just different types of animals in a kind of a marketplace um, that you can eat. Just all kind of uh, – just imagine if there was no, like, health code. It's, um, oh, it's like live animals. <laughs> well, that's it for – Music In the mail recently, I got a uh, <laughs> CD, which I have uh, uh, no way of playing. It's from our friend Brian Posehn, who just put out his uh, his new album, Grandpa Metal, with a bunch of uh, uh, high-end, amazing uh, musicians. Um, and uh, I couldn't remember if we played this or not, but... Uh, from that album, um, guys from like you know Anthrax and shit are on it. Uh, but here is uh, Brian Posehn, uh, yes, yes, the guy from Just Shoot Me, um, playing <laughs> uh, singing with his metal band a cover of Take On Me by Aha. And then when we come back, we'll get some more stuff going on.
Okay, that was Brian Posehn and friends with their version of Take On Me. You know who wrote Make that song? Famous by the band Aha. Huey That's uh, okay. Guys. This was good too. Who wrote that song? Prince. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're listening to the least informed music podcast yes. out there. I hope you're yes, enjoying so Jonah something else. I've been working um, and, So uh, here's something you've been noticing store, uh, small about little, little place you may have heard of. Um, and uh, it, there's a big mixture of really weird things and normal things. It's a grocery store. It's fairly normal, but people are kind of freaking out, but uh, in it sometimes. Um and there is, uh, we play like every retail establishment you've been into for the last 40 years. We play sort of soft music, uh, usually like some rock and roll or something like that. I think it's some sort of streaming account that they have set up and it's on some sort of playlist. Get on it with up, it. It comes up with some inappropriate ones for a pandemic when people are running <laughs> around in masks and covered up and, and running through your store. It's very weird to hear invisible touch. Uh, or she gave me fever by Peggy Lee came up the other day, which is not a, you give me fever, which is just insane that like, I don't know if there's no DJs. It's on a random rotation or what like that. But why would you you, you play that song? Uh, it has, I think it's gotta, it's gotta be, it's gotta just be, uh, it's on random to quote a shot of the dead. It's on random. You know, I think it's, these are just uh Pandora collections and, uh, I think it just, it's these songs that are norm normally innocuous, you know, rock songs are now made yeah. incredibly weird because of the situation we find ourselves in. Something you can ignore. And then all of a sudden it just breaks through with this weird, Oh, I'm now rem reminding you about everything I'm trying to distract you from. Yes. So we asked we asked Twitter uh, um, uh, what other songs are ruined by Corona. And uh, um, this is a good one. Uh, At Life of Brian uh, says, Down with the Sickness by Disturbed. Had that one uh, on my list. Yeah, see that's a that's a that's a good one too because I think they that's are. the people that are uh, that, protesting the stay at home orders. Those people are down well, with the sickness. <laughs> that's what they. And soon to they're going to be lying down with the sickness. Oh, sorry, you got that right, Neil. Where's my rim shot? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Neil a great replacement for Neil. It since I don't have it. <laughs> and I can see the T-shirt. It's just a. Uh, just a, uh, a pennant that says Neil on it with an exclamation mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. uh, Neil, tweet. what are some of the other ones on your your uh, your list? <laughs> okay, I'll I'll just run down my whole list. Careless right. whisper. Why why is that one? Because if I whisper to you and I got fucking bubbles coming out of my mouth, okay. I'm gonna get sick. Ah yes yeah. yes I see. Okay cool. Uh, that song bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Is that song just called Bodies? Yeah, I, I looked it up. Wow, you you know, are you are you sure it's are we sure it's not Bodies and then in parentheses hit the floor, let them? <laughs> not, I mean, it was on YouTube under like on the official you know record label account as yeah. Bodies. All right, um, touch me, I'm sick by Mud Honey. Nice, nice. Which is of course a. Uh, 
a parody of the Citizen Dick song, Touch Me, I'm Dick. <laughs> um, and then uh, that Steve Miller song where time keeps on slipping. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, uh, sort of related to this, it does work. Like it, the, the playing soft music in the background in in the middle of it was like a week ago when everybody was really crazy um the store was a little bit slow and i was reshelving something and that steve miller song take uh take the money and run was playing and they had those clock triplets uh in it that's uh uh to el so clap 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 and i'm watching all these people that are pretty far away from the store and at least three of them did the claps on their own while they were doing they were looking for groceries so you know, there's an upside to it too. If you if you play a Steve <laughs> Miller song, make sure it's "Take the Money and Run" right now. That is my my thought. Uh, yeah. Correction: there was no upside to a Steve Miller song. <laughs> I don't know. I love clapping at that part. <laughs> it reminds me of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, the stars that night are big and bright. Uh, what else you got, Neil? Uh, uh, my best one was uh, Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Ah, yes. Uh, home. I am home. Home is where I'm forced to be. Uh, at different Tim J on uh, Twitter said, infected by bad religion. Ethan Sapier at Eon997 uh, says, is Corona by the Minutemen too obvious? Oh, it's a good point. I think that's. I think. But here's the thing: here are the lyrics to Corona. The people will survive in their environment. The dirt, scarcity, and the emptiness emptiness of our South. The injustice of our greed. The practice we inherit. It's it's a bit more spot on. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Also, for those of you uh, paying attention, Corona, the theme song to Jackass. Mm, 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 yep. mm, mm, mm. Um, uh, our friend Aaron Aaron Baker uh, says, "How the Gods Kill" by Danzig. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, at library at night, Megan Rosenblum um, uh, says, uh, uh, "I've tasted blood and I want more. I've put up no resistance. I want to stay the distance. I've got an itch to scratch. I need assistance." And of course, that's touch a touch a touch a touch me. I want to be dirty. Thrill me, chill me, fulfill me. Creature of the night from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> oh, jeez! Wow. There's touch myself uh, by uh, the Divinals too. You're not supposed to touch right. your face. Yeah. Uh, at uh, Brad Reichel, uh, don't stand so close to me by the police. <laughs> that's that's a good one. That's a that's a solid triple. Yeah. Herb Marcellus. I think this is re- in reaction to a, uh, the state of Georgia opening up bowling alleys soon. Is Camper Van Beethoven take the school? Oh, hey, bowling. yeah. Um, that's a good song. Um, uh, this one, uh, at, uh, at It's All Devo says, Mr. Frump in the Iron Lung by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, somebody echoed me with fever, Peggy Lee, Timbo. Uh, the mango timbo. Oh, and this is this is great. Uh, at uh, at Worcester, um, uh, says polar opposites by Modest Mouse, and they have to uh, exemplify it by uh, the lyric. Uh, I'm trying 
I'm trying. I'm trying to drink away the part of the day I can't sleep away. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Take me out to the ball oh. game. <laughs> Thomas O'Minion. Every breath you take by the police. Police have, have got a whole greatest yeah. mix of songs you don't want to actually put uh, on. Uh, Dancing in the Streets. Oh. Let's Get Physical by Olivia Newton-John. Like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's like a big, that's like a, a aerobics video, isn't it? And then like, that's a good way but to go me, get some exercise. That's a good point, Neil. Yeah. Neil, that's a very positive spin. Thank you. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, this this one's this one's pretty good. We'll wrap it up on this one. Um, Meatloaf's "Bad Out of Hell." Oh. Oh. Like Shut down the wet markets, Paul McCartney. It's up to you. <laughs> Only you can put Only you. thousands of people out of work. Uh, but uh, all right, oh. that is it for this episode of Jonah Radio. Uh, Neil and Cash, thank you so much. Thank you. No problem. This was this was yeah. fun. My wife has been standing here for ten minutes watching me giggle, <laughs> um, and she is giggling. So thank you for that. We're all yeah, Cash. Giggling. We're going to need uh, some clean audio of your giggles. So can you just give us a good round of them? Just different oh, different on. types. I different types. Myself. Ten. Oh, we're not gonna, wait, I thought we were going to count them down from ten. We're not. Ten. Nine. Nine. Here, count down from ten. I'll give you a different giggle on every one. Already. I don't need that many giggles. I do. I I I, I want I want all of them. I want I want Doctor Giggles, Mister Giggles. Uh, I, 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 I want I want shits and, shits and giggles. Can we get you some shits and giggles? This is my this is my take on shits and giggles. Uh, that's a shit and giggle. All right. Pretty dry, unproductive cough there, Cash. Cash, Hmm. No, it was very productive. I'm like, oh, Jesus. God. You're, oh, you're the wet market. No, uh, Cash, why don't you introduce this one and send us out? Uh, This is another uh, banger off the new Man Man album, which you can pre order uh, at a discount by going to subpop.com and checking out. Uh, the entry on there, buy it from the label. Uh, that's what I want to encourage everybody to do these days. Buy it as close to the artist as you can if you're buying music. Uh, Bandcamp has uh, a day coming up that you want to might want to keep your eye out. So May 1st. Awesome. May 1st, Bandcamp is doing um, no commission. Everything goes straight to the artist. So if you are looking to buy some music, Support some folks that are make their money coming out to see you that can't do that right now. Everybody should buy the uh, buy albums, buy indie albums. I know you you can stream whatever you want, but uh, if somebody has put out music that you have enjoyed and you have gone and seen, they they can't come see you this year. So go, please buy their albums. Um, uh, everybody that we played on here, every uh, every every past guy you can go you can go to the old episodes and see who we played uh but this is a good friend of ours uh who put out a hell of an album and i'm sorry to see that i won't uh, be able to see him on stage but uh this is future peg go check out the, the music video by man for, man uh by man man don't beat around the bush again